T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. You're listening to the Mark Reardon Show on 97.1 FM Talk. It is the Mark Reardon Show. My name is Mike Elam, sitting in for Mark Reardon today. Mark's under the weather. If you've been at work and you haven't had a chance to catch up, you've missed so much. Oh, my Lord. How, how are you ever going to make it? You've, you've missed so much, but we will do the best to catch you up on the news of the day and try to make sure that everything's going. The biggest story that, that has happened so far is uh, Sue's niece is getting ready to play. Uh, for She's in the quarterfinals of field hockey. They're in the final four. Final four. The final four field hockey, and she's in Connecticut. Yeah, they're going to play tomorrow at 2 our time, which is going to be on ESPN+, Plus. which I don't know what that is. Do you? Does it, that yes. mean it's streaming? It means it's streaming. Okay, thank you. That that means it's it's not popular enough to actually be on regular <laughs> right, TV. Right. It's going to be it's going to be on there. And they're out practicing in the snow right now. Yes. You you got to love it. You gotta. Dedication. So best of luck, good thoughts. We'll we'll see thank how that goes. You. So tomorrow if if Sue's kind of in and out of traffic, you'll know why uh-huh. she's She's pulling for uh, the Wildcats. Exactly. Let's let's go Wildcats, Woo! which I believe was the name of the team in High School Musical. Oh, was it? I I know Wildcats. Yeah. I I used to actually be able to you know, do the little dance thing with what I know. My daughter was into that it. That is hilarious. I'm I'm that kind of guy, right? So, but beyond that, as that of course is the largest news of the day that that you may of have course. missed. I don't think Fox was covering that earlier. Um, but, of course, the big news that people have been talking about in the financial world is everybody is having flashbacks to Bernie Madoff. And is this the same thing in talking about uh, the FTX scandal that's going on? And for that, even Larry Summers was talking about it. I would compare it to uh, Enron, the uh, smartest guys uh, in the room whiffs of uh, fraud, vast explosion of wealth that nobody quite understands uh, where it comes from. So what does this mean? Well, as Sue said it best uh, during the break, whenever we have big financial things that break, we need someone who can explain it in layman's terms and not to say dumb it down for people like me, but yeah, dumb it down for people like me. So where do you go, ladies and gentlemen? You go to Dave Simons, the host of KMOX's Dollars and Cents show. Dave, how are you? 
I'm wonderful, Mike. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you, man, because when when this story started breaking, uh, it just sent shockwaves all throughout this. Because remember, crypto is the way that we're all going until maybe we're not. And it really put a lot of breaks and a lot of people went, wait, 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 what does this mean? So, Dave, what does this mean? Well, you know, this whole crypto digital currency industry, the concept that's actually relatively new uh, in the annals of, you know, finance in this country and around the world, it's really, Mike, like the Wild West. It's it's not heavily regulated. Uh, people just use a lot of faith and trust. And I'm not going to say that I wasn't surprised, but I'm not really surprised <laughs> that this kind of thing has broken down because the the checks and balances. This is the amazing thing to me, Mike. There there are a lot of really smart people that run multi billion dollar hedge funds that were more than happy and more than willing to give this guy Sam Bankman Fried a lot of their own money because let's face it, there is a greed element here, and things like Bitcoin and other cryptos were going up exponentially, and they wanted in on it, and so. They really even kind of they, – they gave up a little bit of their own due diligence. They would never have done this when looking at investing in a regular publicly traded stock or anything like this. But something about this wild west of cryptos and digital currencies, they also wanted in. And I guess this Sam Bankman Free guy is a real charmer. He doesn't look like it. He doesn't. Par- he doesn't. <laughs> he does uh, not. No, I, I think the guy was over fixing my cable last week. He, he kind of looks, has that look to him. I mean, a, apparently a really nice guy, a, a really smart guy, but has no clue from a business standpoint. But here, here gets to the seriousness of it. How much fraud versus just incompetence? That, that is not known now. But I will tell you this. This is the most amazing quote. This guy, John Ray. John Ray is a guy who was brought in to help clean up companies after all kinds of fraud and deception. So he's the guy who was brought into Enron a couple of decades ago to try to unwind that and find where all the the, the missing bodies were. Well, guess what? He's now the new CEO of FTX. He's been brought in to find missing money, to find out what SBF Sam Bankman-Fried was up to. And here's John Ray's quote, never in my career. Have I seen such a complete failure of corporate controls and such complete absence of trustworthy financial information has occurred here? This situation is unprecedented. This is the guy who tried to uh, settle all the scores with Enron, and he's saying this is worse than that. Wow. So this story's going to be around for a while. Well, it's funny. When Fred and I were talking earlier today about this story, and I think this this kid, for lack of a better term, this young man is – had been saying something like his girlfriend is the reason that it happened, that she was the person who was supposed to be tracking that. I'm like, wait, what? To your point, where is the, (laughs) where's the structure that protects you from any of this? It's amazing to me, Mike, because he's using, think of it this way. If you found out that people at your bank 
were lending your money out to finance other projects that weren't even followed. They weren't audited. They were there. And, and, and also the bank executives were using money to buy their own mansions, which we now know is happening with this guy. Wow. He was using client money to support his own lifestyle. So there's the first bit of fraud. When this first broke a week ago, my first thought was, okay, maybe there wasn't really out-and-out fraud like a WorldCom or a Bernie Madoff or something like that. Maybe this is a guy who is a really smart guy when it comes to this technology known as crypto and blockchain, but he knows nothing about running a business, and so he just messed up. No, as this information is slowly starting to come out, he knew what he was doing was wrong, and yet he didn't seem to care because all the smart people in the room kept giving him money. So he thought, why? What, me worry? You know, the amazing thing that I started, the more I started hearing about this story, the thing that caught me and, and the, I guess the comparison that I put in my head is the person who goes to the gambling casino and says, hey, I've got X amount of dollars. I'm going to invest this. Well, I, I lost that, but next time I'm going to get even more. And then I'm going to get any more. Yes. And once they start down that road of gambling with other people's money, they're like, well, I can't tell them I lost their money. I'm going to keep gambling because eventually my luck's going to turn and, and I'm going to get it back. But you keep going deeper and deeper in a hole where they said this guy was the second largest Democratic donor only to um, – uh, George Soros is the only one who gave more money to Democrats. And I'm thinking, where do you have that kind of cash? How could you possibly have that kind of money to give away? You know, and that's the thing. We're going to look back and realize, wow, red flags everywhere. And yeah. it's starting to come out like this guy. Nobody heard of this guy a few years ago. And now all of a sudden he's this multi-billionaire. It's like, well, you know, it's this new industry of crypto and digital currency. And that's what's happening. And all these newly minted billionaires are cropping up everywhere. And people just they, they lost all sense of reasonableness and and and, and sobriety uh, in, in any of this. And there have been a lot of folks who have have come forward and said, man, did I really screw up? But let me I I really want to make this point, too, because and this is all of cryptocurrency as a whole here in the last few years, especially. Look, I feel for the people who have really lost on this. There are a lot of, I'm sure, innocent victims who thought that they would invest some of their money in in FTX because they were sold a bill of goods. And that's why even like guys like Tom Brady are being sued because they're out there advertising for this and they didn't even know what they were advertising. Right. So a lot of a lot of innocent folks were hoodwinked. I feel for them. I'll tell you who I do not feel sorry for. Those are the the, the condescending glib investors who are telling the rest of the world <laughs> You're not investing in Bitcoin. You're not investing in crypto. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You don't even know what's going on. Do your research. And it was this. There was so much condescension over this. And so I, as someone who has to practice fiduciary responsibility with clients, I would not invest in that because I couldn't understand it. I couldn't explain it. I understand the blockchain technology, which is the platform behind it. But you can't tell me that Bitcoin itself has any real utility 
it, it what is the real worth? It doesn't pay dividends. So I let it go. And you'd get this kind of mocking tone. <laughs> well, hey, old man. Hey, grandpa. You don't <laughs> even know how to invest in today's world. Way to go, Those boomer. People. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You know, and my assistant females are all Karens. You know, they don't understand any of this stuff. Dave, so, where do you think but, this is going to leave that industry? Well, I, here, here's the deal. So, like I said, blockchain technology is very real. And I, I, for one, do not believe that this is the end of digital currencies or cryptos. Okay. I, I don't. I, I think that they will survive to some degree. Will it be a Bitcoin or, or one of the others, I, I don't know. From day one when this came out, and I've been public, I'm agnostic on it. I don't know if Bitcoin is going to go to 100000 or go to zero. But I will tell you this. Let's stop all of the conspiracy theories out there that say that the dollar is going away and that digital currencies are going to come to the fore because that's what the government is going to force on us. That is absolutely not true, 100% false. And I'm hoping if there's any positivity out of this story, it, it tells people that, no, we are nowhere close to having a digital currency rule the day, not in our lifetimes. Well, I, I guess the good news would be from where you're coming from on that standpoint, uh, it's better to learn the lesson now before we did get down that road and get so heavily invested in it to where it, it would just destroy everything and bring the whole house down. Right now, it sounds like, like are, we just burned down so the garage. Right. We didn't burn down the house. Yeah, that's a great point, and that's what I've been telling some other people. If this hadn't been discovered for another five to seven years, oh, my goodness, we'd have financial markets everywhere in big trouble like in 2008. That was a housing uh, meltdown, and it infected the banks, which it affected the entire economy. This is a fringe part of the economy, and thankfully, its tentacles are not that long. Well, that is Dave Simon. He is the Senior Vice President of Investments at USB Financial Services. He is also the host of KMOX's Dollars and Cent Show. Dave, like Sue said, we appreciate you and being able to break this down and being the authority. So thanks for keeping an eye on it, and thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it so much. Take care. We appreciate it, man. I, it's it's things like that that just really scare me. And uh, yes, I I won't jump into that kind of stuff because they started coming out with like multiple digital currencies. Then I would say, well, that one's cheap enough. Maybe I'll buy that thing. I'm not buying this Bitcoin at fifty thousand or sixty thousand. Like, I don't have that kind of money. I'm filling it on a radio show. There's no way that that's <laughs> going to happen. he's so right that they were uh, very condescending. Well, very much You just so. don't know what you're missing. I know. You're such an idiot that uh -huh. you won't get on board with the new technology. I'm like, no. I'm switching to consumer cellular like Sue. Hello. <laughs> Day one. Hey, there was a big luncheon that happened downtown today. It was the East-West Gateway Council of Government's annual awards luncheon. Some great awards got handed out. And I was talking about that with some folks around the station when I got here earlier today. And they said, you know, I've heard of East-West Gateway, kind of, but I have no idea what they do. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in that boat, Jim Wild, who is the executive director of East-West Gateway Council of Governments, is going to come on with us in a little bit. You should know who they are, and you should know what they do, because they play a very important role in the St. Louis metropolitan area that affects your daily life more than you know. So we're going to talk to Jim on the other side of this on St. Louis's home for Conservative Talk, 97.1 FM Talk. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Mike Elam filling in for Mark Reardon today on the Mark Reardon Show on St. Louis's home for Conservative Talk 97.1 FM Talk. We have had a wonderful afternoon. I can't believe two and a half hours has just flown by. Yeah, it has, hasn't Man, it? This show just boom, boom, boom. That's what happens. You you sit in the big chair, baby. Things <laughs> just flow right by and you're like, holy Pete, I can't believe the day is already getting there. Um, there's That's how been, we sell this show, by the way. Exactly. Yeah. It uh-huh. just flies by. Just You're, flies it's the right big by. show. That's uh-huh. that's how this goes. Did you hear about this whole Taylor Swift ticket scandal? You know, Abby uh, got tickets. Oh! She was one, and she said, how long, I, well, she's busy here, but she was on hold, or uh, she was in the mix for five hours. And I apparently, that. that is on the light side. I, yeah. I saw people saying nine hours, all kinds of crazy stuff. And and ticket prices uh, or not ticket prices, Ticketmaster service charge, fifty dollars per ticket. Are you kidding me? No. I didn't know that. Fifty dollars, right? So what happens when you have something like that happen? All of a sudden, I am seeing now and been hearing about all day today that um, Congress is looking at ticketing systems now. I can't, I, I can't blame them. Abby, how long were you on? Uh, wasn't it five hours? It was five hours and like 10 minutes. Wow. To the T. Yeah. How many tickets did you get? I got four tickets. You, you should have bought more. I, I don't think I had the option to. Oh, With my okay. pre-sale, I think I was maxed out at four. So so you're a Swifty. I am a very minor Swifty. I'm not a huge fan, but I would love to see her at least one time in my life. So I, I have. Oh, man. I, I have... <laughs> I have seen Taylor Swift. She, I, I'm, I know this will surprise you, but I'm not a huge Taylor Swift person. <laughs> I, I know, I know. You didn't see that coming. You're thinking Mike Elam, big Taylor Swift guy, I bet. Not so much, but uh, I appreciate her right. and how she's done all this. Absolutely. So I remember, and I know Sue remembers. Do you remember Cornbread, who used to be at WIL yeah, years ago? So Cornbread did a video with her. With Taylor Swift. When she first came out, she was a brand new artist. Wow. And they were trying to break her. And I think her, um, oh, what was it? Something Tim McGraw 
when you think Tim McGraw or something like that was like her first song. Oh, yeah. And he actually did a video with her in her record label's office. Oh, my god! Helping promote this new girl who's coming in. She writes her own songs, but she's this young girl. So it. I appreciate how she has taken charge of her entire career. And she writes her own stuff, so she exactly. owns it all the way through. Listen, right? she, she has a way with words. Uh, the lyrics to some of this stuff is... Very insightful and thoughtful, and uh, uh, it's kind of amazing. Now, mentally, I'm going to tell you, I think I think she's crazy based on all the relationship issues she's had, or she's just looking for new song ideas, so she tries to date the craziest people that she can find. I'm not sure she's crazy, but uh, she has some issues, but I think people love her for uh, singing about them and writing about them, you she's, know? I, I appreciate the fact that this young girl made herself a By the billionaire. Way, that, that song you, exactly is called Tim McGraw. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, I just saw that thing about the Ticketmaster thing and $50 a ticket. And I thought, man, I, Jeez. I, I don't even want to pay $50 for the ticket, much less just the surcharge. And I'm not going to even ask you how much of a college fund that you invested in Taylor Swift tickets. So, <sighs> so we're not going to go that. Let's talk about something much more positive for the St. Louis region. And that is... East-West Gateway Council of Governments. Jim Wild, who's the executive director of East-West Gateway, is on the phone with us. Jim, how are you? Good, Mike. How are you doing? Good. It feels like I just saw you just a little bit ago. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit ago, yeah. So the annual awards for East-West Gateway uh, happened today down at the uh, Ballpark Hilton. Uh, amazing folks doing some some great stuff. Um, I was very proud that a couple folks from St. Charles County uh, got some awards. There was a lady who works for MoDOT. She is the oldest Missouri employee, state employee. Is she in her 90s? She's 92. Holy cow, I saw an article about that. She is amazing. Wow. So East West Gateway honored her today. 92 years old. She is handling 50 MoDOT projects. And she still she is up to date on every MoDOT code, any change and anything that goes in. And the folks talked about how even the the newer people, when they have questions about stuff, they go to her because she's she's seen it all. Um, I mean, you you stop and look at it when she started. Interstates were new. So um, she didn't start until she was 47. Uh, Her husband was killed by a drunk driver and, and she started working at MoDOT. Horrible way that she got into that, but amazing lady. So, Jim, not to not to steal your thunder about things, but um, it was I, I was just proud to be a part of everything today. Uh, I'm a new board member of East West Gateway. I'm excited to to be a part of that. But it brought up the thing when I started talking about East West Gateway today. When some folks said, "You know, I've heard about that. I have no idea who they are and what they do." So I said. I need to ask Jim if if he could talk about that. So, Jim, would you do us a favor and just kind of give a a quick overall thumbnail? uh, Who is East West Gateway and what do they do? Sure, Mike. So, uh, well, first of all, congratulations on being a new board member. Thank Um, you. Really looking forward to working with you. It's uh, I think uh, we do a lot of great things, but like you said, not many people know about it. So. Um, we have been around for 57 years. The organization was formed back in 1965. Uh, we are the Council of Governments for the region, as well as the Metropolitan Planning Organization. And what that means is um, all the federal money for roads, bridges, buses, 
sidewalks, bicycle facilities, any federal money for surface transportation comes through our board for approval. Um, and then in addition to that, any federal funds for Homeland Security funding uh, come through our board for approval. And then we do a whole lot of other things like uh, research. You know, we do a uh, um, document called Where We Stand that looks at the St. Louis region compared to the 49 other largest urban areas in the country. Um, we do sustainability planning. Um, we do just a whole host of different things. And people don't really realize, um, A, that we're here, and B, how much we really are involved in the region. I'd say that's a safe bet. And, it, and one of those things that as you start looking at all of the funds that do come into the St. Louis area and you look at what can we do to turn this area around? Because uh, today we were talking about in the meeting this morning, just looking at transportation to where we are as a region compared to the other top 50 regions around the country. And in many ways, we rank at the bottom of a lot of those areas just because of the challenges that we've had in the region. But I think this Council of Governments working together is really working hard to turn things around and to try to help make St. Louis a better place overall. So speaking to that, hit some of the highlights of some of the key things that East-West Gateway has is, is got on the, um, on the hook and down the pipeline that we're hoping to sure. work on. Sure. So, you know, right now we're working on a regional long-range transportation plan that'll look at how we want to invest our funds over the next uh, 25 to 30 years. And as part of that, we look at um, uh, what we're looking at is an equity analysis that uh, considers populations that are traditionally underserved. So uh, we're not just looking at race, though. We're looking at ability, uh, people with disabilities, uh, uh, elderly, um, disabled. Uh, we're looking at uh, limited uh, English proficiency uh, individuals, people without cars. And trying to um, come up with solutions so that everybody has a fair chance on the transportation system. So um, that you know that's one thing. But you know we're doing a lot of other things around uh, uh, economic development. A lot of things around um, around uh, homeland security. And uh, you know I think I think you said it right, Mike. You know if we come together as a region. Um, we can do a whole lot of things to help solve problems that we have. So the St. Louis region is really Missouri and Illinois, right? We have three counties in Illinois and five counties in Missouri. Um, we've got a 24-member board, the chief elected officials, that meet every month. We're the only organization in the region where all of those elected officials get together on a regular basis to discuss uh, issues around transportation, around development, around um, social issues. And um, you know, at the last meeting, as you, as you probably recall, we're going to start uh, taking on the crime issue and talking about what we can do about crime around the, in the core of the region and throughout the region to help turn things around. And it's an interesting body when you have that many different people who have different priorities. It's tough to to really come together on what you're going to do. But um, Mayor Jones, the meeting that we had last month was right after the school shooting that happened. And Mayor Jones was talking about how we need to do a crime summit and we really need to 
to talk about the crime problem in the region. And she was right from the standpoint of, you know, it used to be people would say, well, it's just that city crime thing, right? And they would dismiss it. But it continues to grow. It's it's out into the suburbs. It's come to your front door. So it's East West Gateway is in a unique position because of all the different uh, leaders, elected leaders and city leaders who are part of this group to really tackle uh, this issue. Sue, did you want to? Well, I'm surprised that she addressed it. Well, this is true. I mean, seriously, we have a problem, and uh, I I think a lot of us, at least city residents, would agree. Well, maybe just in my neighborhood, but... (laughs) When we discuss it, we need more uh, police. We need actual punishment of crime. And she seems completely uninterested in taking either of those issues up. You know, I was talking to Jim after the last meeting that we had, and uh, I was telling you about when I was in the Navy, When to get out of basic training in the Navy, you have to swim 200 yards. Mm-hmm. And they do that because if you're on a ship and the ship is going down, if you don't get, you know, larger the ship, the further away you need to get. But if you don't get far enough away from the ship going down, the undertow will suck you down with the ship. Oof. So the ship will end up at the bottom of the ocean, and so will you. So when people out in, you know, St. Charles County would talk to me, it's like, ah, I don't even care about the city. I don't go down there anymore. It's like, no, no, no. You need to care about the city because eventually, just like that ship that sinks, if the city sinks, we all sink with it eventually, right? You're going to get towed with that. So I appreciate Jim and his staff and uh, trying to come together with a solution to help everybody work on this particular problem. So, Jim, thank you uh, for for addressing that. And um, hopefully we can put something together that's that's going to make a difference in the region. Yeah, I certainly hope so. You know, it's interesting, Mike, as we were um, doing surveys and and looking at information around our long-range plan development, one of the things that we heard from all the surrounding um, counties was that we need to have a strong center city, a strong core of the region, so that everybody else can grow. You know, this this analogy of all boats float – is true. And like you said, if we've got a strong central city, a strong core of the region, everybody else, um, you know, Franklin, Jefferson, St. Charles, Madison, Monroe, St. Clair counties are all going to thrive. And as a region, we're going to do great. And I think we've got a lot of great things that, well, you saw through the awards, there are a lot of great things going on in St. Louis that people just aren't aware of. And I think uh, those are just, once you start doing good things, good things keep growing. That's very that's very true. That is Jim Wild. He's the executive director of the East West Gateway Council of Governments. Jim, I appreciate you, and I I appreciate you jumping on with me to do this very last minute that I I hit him with this. He's trying to celebrate with his staff, so he took some time away uh, to talk to us. So, Jim, thanks very much, and we appreciate you. Thank you. Have a great day. That is Jim Wild. I'm telling you, man, there there's some amazing things that are going on around the region that. It's tough to to get those stories out, mm-hmm. but I, I found out recently uh, there is a group of cities in St. Louis County that have come together, and they're called 24-1, and it's a group of 24 small communities that have all bound together to work together as one. You may ask the question of why don't you just become one, but not notwithstanding that yes. argument, these 24 have come together, and they're they're negotiating as one.
So when they're trying to go out and make deals for their particular areas, they're negotiating as one block. So it's helping them get more out of their resources, and hopefully it's going to help them get there. I'm with you. When when Mayor Jones said, hey, we need to have a crime summit, like, welcome to the party. Yes. We're so glad. Well, and if this whole area would understand that, if if we were to work as a unit, we would just... We would have more power, we would have more money, and we would do really well for everyone. You would think, right? A rising tide raises yes. all boats, to, to Jim's point. So, appreciate that. Gary Elmstead was texting me uh, and said, uh, tell Jim hi. So, because uh, just appreciate everything that he's done uh, for the region. So, we are going to wrap up the award-winning big show, Mark Reardon Show, today. We are going to do that in just a little bit. We are going to have the audio cut of the day. So many choices. What will Abby pick? Look at that. I just deflected and said it's all her choice. <laughs> we'll figure it out. This is St. Louis's home for conservative talk. 97.1 FM Talk. It's always fun when you get to sit in and do the Mark Reardon Show. My name is Mike Elam. If you just tuned in, you've missed about three hours of the most exciting radio you've ever heard. Between three and six today. <laughs> it's a it's a low bar. So, you know, the more you, you define it, the more of an award winner you can become. Just like that. Sue, have you had fun today? I have, yes. Thank you. That's that's awesome. But Sue always has fun, so it's a low bar. Abby, <laughs> how have how have we done so far? I think we've done a great job. That, it, Not to pat ourselves on the back too much, but... Which means that we filled the time. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, it let's, does. Let's be honest, folks. Abby's just happy there's not dead air. She's and like, awesome. Air. We need to compliment her. She's done a great job today. She has. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, because yes. I found out this morning, what, around 930 or so, that Mark was under the Weber and weather. And and the Weber. And the Weber. He was he was barbecuing. <laughs> yes, it fell underneath the grill. It was horrible. It was just like Jay Leno and that car thing. I don't know, I don't know how all that happened. There's There's been some crazy stuff. That has been going on lately. Um, we were just talking about this University of Idaho killing that happened. And then Abby uh, played me this soundbite from the Moscow police chief, James Fry. James Fry. This is what he had to say earlier today. We do need to be aware. The individual is still out there, right? Uh, we need to be vigilant. We need to uh, watch out for our neighbors. Why has there been such limited information over the past couple of days? I mean, we're almost four days into this. Why has it been so limited? I probably should have been standing here a day or so ago, but I'm here now. The other two roommates were there at the time of the attack? All the information that we have from our investigation is that, yes, they were. Okay, but they were unhurt. That is correct. Wait, what? Well, you set it up again. What happened? So there's four people who were killed. Three girls, one guy. The three ladies lived in this apartment at the University of Idaho. Small town. Uh-huh. And the guy... Somebody I, comes they, in. They haven't said why he was there. He he was a fraternity guy from down the street, so he was there. Someone kills them, supposedly brutally kills them. Knife? But, I don't know. We have very little, but it's... The implication is yes. Okay. So it, it wasn't, they weren't shot. We okay. know that. There was no gun involved. So, you know, NRA is off the hook for this one, right? So I knew about that and I had seen some of this story, but not a ton. So then she played me that clip and I went, wait, what? What do you mean there were two other people who were there? Haven't heard that until now. Were they hiding in the bathroom? Were they, who knows? I, we don't know. Wow. I mean, to that reporter's question, how come we're just hearing about this part now? It's like, well, it probably should have been here a couple of days ago. Well, that would have been awesome. But 
We'll we'll figure it out. As as they say, stay tuned. More to come. Wow. Um, so we'll we'll see how that goes. So the Republicans win the House, and everybody's talking about what can we expect from the Republicans. So right, the very first thing that happens is Kentucky GOP Representative James Comer comes out, and he says. The SAR showed that Hunter Biden was conducting business with suspected human traffickers. The money gained through influence peddling was function was funneled to a suspected criminal enterprise. Again, one linked to human trafficking. We have repeatedly called on the Biden Treasury Department to release additional financial documents to committee Republicans, but thus far Treasury has refused. Clear. Joe Biden is the big guy. This evidence raises troubling questions about whether President Biden is a national security risk and about whether he is compromised by foreign governments. The president's participation in enriching his family is, in a word, abuse of the highest order. Rooting out waste, fraud, and abuse will be the primary goal of a Republican House Oversight Committee. So the Republicans are going to investigate Joe Biden. That, not a surprise. What I didn't expect is Jeff Foxworthy to make that announcement. Is he not? He I'm, did sound a little bit, but I'm not sure I would have. Well, yeah, okay. I was going to say, would I put that together had you not said that? When he when he said some certain words, I went, that guy's Jeff Foxworthy. You might be a redneck if your dad walks you to school because you are in the same grade. You might be a redneck when he was talking. And this is a guy from Arkansas making fun of a guy from Kentucky. I mean, you know, pot cattle, let's go. But but still, when he was talking, I'm like, OK, it's I who didn't know that this was going to happen for yeah. an investigation. Oh. We know this was coming. And let's be fair. The Democrats did it to Trump. You knew you knew it was going to turn about fair play. Right. So you knew this was going to come. They've been saying the whole Hunter Biden laptop thing wasn't a real thing. Hey, guess what? Tons of whistleblowers now, and there's all kinds of stuff. So so we've got that. Just something to kind of, <laughs> when I heard him, I, it's when you hear it, you can't unhear it. it we're going to set this up where we're going to get this guy right here. And Joe Biden is the big guy. I'm sure he is. That's going to be fun to watch. So anyway, that brings us to the audio cut of the day. Now, the audio cut of the day. The audio cut of the day is sponsored by the Good Feet Store. Comfort, energy, performance, and pain relief at the Good Feet Store. Where are we going? Well, she announced she's leaving. Ladies and gentlemen, Nancy Pelosi. Establish justice. Ensure domestic tranquility. Provide for the common defense. Promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Our posterity. Our what? Our children. Our, our posterity? How about our posterity? I have to go to the doctor and get my posterity checked. Oh, dear. I'm over 50. It's something they make you do. Anyway, Nancy is leaving us. We're, we're all so sad about that. Not at all. It's, it's just like, wow. Thanks for that one on the way out. We appreciate it. Uh, speaking of appreciate, Sue, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure.
Always a pleasure to have you in. We've we've been doing this together for all I don't know, almost 30 years. It's very sad. Abby, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Mark, I hope you feel better and you're back here tomorrow. But if you're not, I may be back. My name is Mike Elam. This is St. Louis's home for Conservative Talk, 97.1 FM Talk. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.